Hello everyone. Uh, today is the 31st of May uh, 2023 and here with us is uh, myself, Dr. Sri Banerjee, um, uh, committee member uh, Dr. Julia Leishner, um, and then student um, Sean Donnelly. Um, and um, Sean will be presenting um, his proposal oral defense. And uh, Sean, whenever you're ready, you can get started. Okay, great. Um, good afternoon, Dr. Banerjee and uh, Dr. Leishner. Um, uh, today, I'll, my defense will be covering uh, examining the effects of loneliness and suicidal ideation in U.S. veterans. Everyone can see this, uh, this, the slide, the slides well, right? Yes. Can, mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, just a brief background. Um, uh, it's uh, again, in, in regards to veteran suicide, um, there is a existence, existing disparity between veterans and the general population in suicide. And also in addition to that is suicidal ideation as well. Um, risk factors are still very unclear. Uh, there's a lot of theories out there <clears throat> and a, a lot of associations between the two, but there's not, uh, you know, there's, they, they still don't know exactly what are the main variables that can cause this issue. Um, Loneliness is one of the main variables that I want to look at, one of the predictor variables. Um, since there are not, there is not a lot of data on it, um, and it's becoming increasingly more popular. Uh, we see studies uh, going into it more because we see how critical plays a part and plays a role um, in affecting people's lives. And um, so I wanted to take loneliness and see how that uh, was applied essentially to veteran suicide and, 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 and you know how they how 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 they work off of each other. Because, um, like I said, previous data, there has not been much data on uh, much research in the literature review on this area, not only in the general population, but um, specifically for veterans as well. Um, and, you know, there's as, as, as uh, I wrote here, there's some theories and studies in the general population that claim loneliness is linked to suicide. But again, there's no real significant uh, studies that focus on how loneliness affects uh, suicidal ideation and suicide in general. <clears throat> All right, my problem statement. Um, loneliness data is not generally studied by the VHA, uh, Veterans Healthcare Administration, or in the private sector. Um, this is something I was kind of shocked to see. Um, like I said, there were some little bit of associations here and there with it, but not on a significant level was it really studied um, and specifically in that area. Um, and, and so that's generally um, you know, a, significant, a significant gap in the, in the previous literature out there. And that's another reason why you know, I focused in on this because I thought it was a, a significant item, but the gap was there as well and it needed to be filled. Um, the study will uh, explore loneliness and how it relates to veterans and suicidal ideation um, with my multiple questions, which we'll get into very shortly. Uh, furthermore, you know, it, it will also go into a little bit, um, the research, it will also go into a little bit about the um, the types of veterans impacted. And I think it's, you know, I think it's interesting. It's a whole nother, I guess, um, uh, avenue you can go down. But, um, you know, there are, there's, when you look at the, the suicidal ideation, the suicide, it, it greatly affects um, actually female veterans. Um, lately, in the last few years, they, they have been scaling uh, higher. It's been, it's been increasing more for them. Than male veterans, and um, generally you have um, the older veteran population, which surprises a lot of people. Usually, it's around 50 years of age plus that um, are the ones actually, when it comes to absolute numbers in the veterans community, are are, are having suicidal ideation thoughts and, and, and committing suicide. Um, 
but I thought it was interesting too that um, female veterans, um, they they actually are outpacing you know suicide as well, uh, twice as much when it comes to their uh, civilian general counterparts, even more than male veterans versus male um, civilian counterparts. <clears throat> um, purpose of the study. Uh, this is going to be a cross-sectional uh, quantitative secondary data analysis. Um, so we're going to begin second data, secondary data from uh, NHANES. Um, that's going to be the data source I'm going to be using. Um, cross-sectional is uh, the data that was taken at that point in time of the study. Um, the intent uh, will be to analyze the association between variables after answering the three research questions. Um, <clears throat> and we'll get to those very shortly. Um, let's see here. Yeah. The findings will be used to drive positive social impact. Um, and the variables uh, I have up here is that, you know, veterans will be our, our independent variable, dependent variable will be suicidal ideation, and the moderating variable will be loneliness. Um, covariates I added were age, depression, poverty level, <clears throat> and gender. Um, and I'll go over real quick to you, the, uh, with you the, um, uh, I think we, we got it coming up, but the, um, the, uh, but the purpose essentially um, about exploring what, uh, um, how, how these questions are, essentially what the questions are, and they will be, um, you know, is it, a, we'll explore whether there is a significant association between veteran suicidal ideation and veteran loneliness. And um, we'll also look into, does loneliness modify the relationship between uh, veteran status and suicidal ideation after controlling for these variables? And the uh, last question will be um, exploring whether there is a significant association uh, between suicidal ideation and veteran status after, again, controlling for those variables. Um, again, we just went over them here. Um, let's see, we got them. Okay. Um, research question one, I just, as I just stated, um, and you have the null hypothesis and the alternative hypothesis. Um, uh, research question two, uh, as I stated, uh, uh, after, after controlling again for the gender, poverty level, age, depression mm -hmm. uh, amongst US veterans. Um, and again, we have the null and the alternative hypothesis. Um, there again, we'll, we'll, there is no significant association between suicide ideation and loneliness for the null. And the alternative will be there is a significant association between the suicidal ideation and loneliness. Um, research question three, uh, as I stated earlier, uh, and again, the null will be uh, loneliness does not moderate the relationship between veterans and suicidal ideation. And the alternative will be loneliness does moderate the relationship between veterans and suicidal ideation. Okay, um, moving on to the conceptual uh, framework or dairy framework. Um, I chose to use the socio-ecological model. Um, I chose this because, you know, um, from my previous research, um, the the CDC and the VA both uh, suggested there were, you know, social determinants of health essentially were very part, uh, very much a part of how um, how veterans and individuals are are, are developed and and are and are for, formed or shaped. And um, so I thought this would be the best. Um, uh, concept because uh, we want to look at all the avenues that affect a veteran, um, just like any individual. Um, here, it, you know, we have uh, it's it, the the framework was developed by Yuri Bronfenbrenner, if I said that correctly, um, and examines again multiple factors influencing me mental health, 
Um, and, you know, uh, it, it's, you know, the, it, loneliness has been linked uh, to social determinants. So I thought, again, this would make it a, a perfect reason to use this type of model. Um, and we have, as you can see, individual, interpersonal or relationship, organizational, institutional, community and public policy. Some of these, this was a little bit smaller of a graphic I use, but it's normally a five levels. Public policy is usually the top one. Um, so I kind of condensed it here to make it a little bit easier. Um, but those are um, generally what you look at and, and really uh, kind of formulate the questions around and formulate kind of how you're going to create policy when it comes to uh, helping out veterans and, and, and any type of individual that would, um, would need help in, in a situation where all those apply. Um, method and design. Um, okay, uh, method and design. So again, cross-sectional uh, uh, quantitative secondary data analysis. Um, this method is going to allow me to analyze essential variables that per, are provided um, by enhanced data sets to answer my research questions. Um, so my, uh, as I, as I, as I, as I said, everything I needed in the, in the, in the sample I, I had from Enhance. Um, basically, I'm just merging all the data together into one, and I'm going to be pulling the data from there when I do my analysis work. Um, and uh, that's how I'm going to, at, at the most basic, uh, I guess, understanding of how I'm going to um, look at that data, analyze it, and uh, process it. Um, this again will be a quantitative design, uh, which will allow me to see the causality between variables, uh, which is critical, and that's what you're looking for in a study like this. And you know, going, going, I guess, going back in a way to um, looking at the uh, socio-ecological model and how it applies. Um, if I go into a little bit more on it. Um, you know, you have the individual level, which includes uh, certain belief systems, educational level, uh, and, and things of that nature. And, and interpersonal level is more about um, relationships with people. And uh, the other organizational is more of about institutions. Um, and the community is um, obviously, as it says, it's, it deals with the community levels. Um, and five is uh, usually the public policy um, levels, you know, implementing policy and uh, regulations, things like that to help and assist the veterans um, and, uh, and, and getting through things or any types of issues or problems that they have, um, any type of policy, essentially. Um, participants and sample size. So, again, this will be uh, secondary data, um, which I'll be using from NHANES. Uh, uh, the participants from uh, the, the the source I I, I, I will be taking are they are from non-institutionalized population. Essentially, that means kind of you know people not from jail, the military, people not from uh, certain homes, uh, the just general population. Um, and we have roughly about ten thousand, a little over ten thousand here, ten thousand one hundred forty-nine for the number of sample size. And this was from a randomized uh, sample participation size. Um, so the number is, you know, a lot more than we need, which is good um, for the amount of participants for the sample. So we definitely got a lot of people. And the the the, the great thing is about this sample size is that um, it's very diverse. Again, you know, going back to uh, um, looking at especially issues that affect females and senior citizen uh, veterans. Um, there's not a lot of data on that either. And this covers both those areas as well. Uh, so I thought that was another good uh, part about it. Um, Again, previously mentioned uh, covariates and variables are, were included in, in, in that data set. Um, 
power level is going to be 80 percent with alpha 0 0.05 uh, this is essentially the traditional method and what i what i have chosen <clears throat> okay data collection technique uh, again, secondary data I'm collecting from Enhanes. Um, my data set from Enhanes was from 2009. It may seem a little like a little older at first, um, but it kind of just I guess reinforces how we lack the data and all this data together and how critical it is. So even though the sample is from then, you, we still can make a good understanding. We can still develop a good understanding of where we stand with you know with these research questions and the results and how we need to um, kind of look at um how we apply policies and, and look at the issue um so it's it's still very good data that's needed um and i'll be using i'll be using spss um uh, of course for um this uh, analysis as well again sourcing collecting and processing um okay so the data analysis plan uh so uh for my research questions, uh, I'll be uh, using logistic regression. Um, chose this because I thought it'd be the best uh, analysis, best method. You know, it's a yes and no uh, outcome essentially. Um, SPSS analysis through merged data. Like I said, I'll be merging a lot of the data into one uh, form uh, data analysis sheet where I can uh, then an analyze that data through um, any type of specific methods I need to to get the results that you know that are going to answer the questions. Um, data cleaning and screening. So for the data and cleaning and screening, I, I was looking into this and I thought the best methods were gonna, as as I stated here, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with, but getting a little bit better at trying to understand. Um, it's the bivariate correlation, multi-culinary test under spearmint correlation coefficient. That seemed to be um, a really, uh, I guess a really strong solid way of data cleaning and screening. Um, and I believe it's 0.8 coefficient. Um, will be I'll, I'll be using for that um the multivariate outlier check and linear assumption um will be met uh, by testing the dependent variable and continuous independent variable the outcome I, the outcome will be, will be stati statistically significant if the results are less than 0 0.05 and uh, social change implications so ultimately um you know I'm doing this research because I uh, I want to you know make, make a a better an, an impact uh, a positive impact a positive impact as social change implementations in the future um, and, and it's going to add to research on veteran suicidal ideation as well uh, like I said it really lacks um, the, the the research lacks in this area and um, I think this will definitely 100% contribute to the, to to that and just one more thing we can look at and how to how to how to make um, how to how to how to try to prevent or create upstream methods to stop the suicide from ultimately happening for veterans um and you know i think we will uh, here as i said to contribute to better mental health policies and interventions in general so um for me it's it's very it's uh it's something that's very important and i think um like i said we're lacking on that and that information and not only can some information like this make it implications for veterans, but also for, for non-veterans as well. Um, so I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that there wasn't more information on loneliness out there. So for me, um, I, I feel like it's something that generally needs to be looked into and really should be looked into more so and studied. And even the literature review, you know, I, I, like I said, it was, I found some things related and associated with it, but there's no direct impact uh, on loneliness itself and how it relates to suicidal ideation. 
and um, even many many of the in the literature review, many of the uh, many of the um, previous authors say state the same thing, which I found interesting, um, and how how it's lacking or how it is they there needs to be a lot more information out there, or a lot more research into these things as well. So um, ultimately, um, that's what I'm looking at doing. I'm looking at making a, a positive social change um for veterans and the community but you know generally if this research can help out anybody that's 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 something that's going to be a big thing for me too it's it's i, I kind of understand too from from the from that side because i i was a veteran i have a lot of veteran friends so i've seen how a lot of things can impact them and how transitioning can be difficult and um you know i know a lot of them i've heard uh, suffered from just you know they they felt like they were kind of lost or didn't have someone to talk to or or you know didn't have a, a cultural relationships with people so um you know it's something that i think is very critical and important um but the uh i i, I definitely am uh looking forward to um the next phase of this project and uh you know finding out finding out what those results will be and, and definitely sharing it as much as i can um so for me that's 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 that that kind of wraps it up um concluding thoughts uh, veteran suicidal ideation is strongly associated with social determinants of health, as I stated earlier, um, and loneliness still has uh, somewhat been neglected in that research. Um, so this is something that I think is going to really contribute to that uh, area, um, especially for veterans, since you know we're, we're still trying to figure it out. And in and, and, and many cases, you know, like I said, veterans um, suicide. There was a, in certain areas there was a small dip in the last couple of years, but generally it's gone back up a little bit, and generally it's still been higher than in prior to the war on terror. And so, you know, there's still a significant issue. We still don't understand why that is. And there's theories, there's there's all types of factors that affect it, but no one's just really looked in the loneliness yet. Um, so I think it's very important that someone looks into this and, and, and looks at it and tries to get a better understanding of why that is. Um, and, you know, lastly, as I wrote here, research shows how loneliness impacts the general population at a critical level. Um, yeah, if that's the case, then, you know, it's, it's Gotta have some type of uh, connection to veterans as well, and it's important to look into that field as well, because um, you know I guess you know more specifically, it always positively impacts veterans, but you know we could say positively impacts people as well. Um, veterans, you know, also want to you know understand that I guess in a way that they are um, they also their problems are acknowledged, and that's, you need people that want to go serve and you know they want to know they're going to be taken care of if they have things that happen to them and that they, they don't feel connected so it kind of goes into that bigger picture as well um so i think there's a lot of good that can come from this <clears throat> and uh lastly i'd like to thank uh both uh, dr Benerji and dr leshner uh i know coordinating this was kind of difficult and i know uh we still got some more work to do in the future but uh uh thanks for the guidance so far and and and, and what kind of help get me to this area where I'm at right now. Sean, thank you um, for that wonderful presentation. Um, at this point, uh, Dr. Leishner, um, did you want to um, ask some questions? Sure, sure. Great job, Sean. Thank you for um, explaining your proposal. Um, how does your study uh, define loneliness? I would assume there would be many different ways individually that we each would consider, wow, I'm really lonely. Sure. Is there one overarching like definition that you're kind of going on or is it a, you know, 
a multitude of factors that. Um, so yeah, um, good question. I um, so so specifically um, that from the data set enhanced when they took that survey, uh, loneliness was defined as someone uh, identified as needing more emotional support. Short and sweet, very good. <laughs> so um, with that um, kind of springboarding off of the the data that you presented with stating that women 55 and older um, are experiencing higher rates of suicide, especially among the veteran population. It's very interesting that you state that because interestingly, that is the point in a woman's life where menopause is typically encountered and there is a, a an enormous fluctuation of hormone levels and all kinds of mental and physical symptoms that go along with that. And I, you know, it just made me curious as to whether that, not that you have to examine this, it just made me very curious to examine, um, you know, what role that might play in that age group. And perhaps it's, you know, there, there are many um, studies out there which indicate, you know, women of that age um, experience a multitude of mental and physical um, health issues and depression, anxiety, um, along with that, and perhaps loneliness, children are leaving the home and this and that. But so anyway, that's what I, I found that very interesting. And women are very social creatures, <laughs> more so than men. Typically, we tend to form social circles and bonds and like to talk and share our problems. So that kind of actually might even be a protective factor, I would think that, you know, among us. <laughs> yeah, um, what are your thoughts on on any of that? I, I find that interesting. I didn't think about the whole menopause thing and the age thing, but I, yeah, I did. I, I find that really interesting that you mentioned that and probably something to deep dive into more. Um, but yeah, I, I find it fascinating. Um, and I briefly looked at some of the stuff why women were kind of, I guess, in the in, why they were their their suicidal ideation was increasing faster, and their suicide was than than the men. And I was. I briefly looked into, I tapped on it a little bit, but not too much. And, you know, I remember saying that I think uh, so some of them had, generally they had higher depression levels uh, versus the male veterans when they got out. And I, I didn't go deeper into why that was, but I remember that was one of the things, but I'm, I, I think there was other variables involved too. Some of it, of course, I, I remember reviewing, there's a fraction too that had maybe MST, military sexual trauma related, relatable things that occurred. And, and as as more research is coming out more and more, we're finding that the root cause of so many mental and physical ailments are due to sexual trauma, childhood trauma, of which all of us have experienced either ourselves or transgenerational epigenetic trauma we've inherited in our mm -hmm. genome. Um, so it's, it's such an exciting field <laughs> to yeah to it's so it's like endless as you know <laughs> yeah and just one more thing because um you know there are a lot of i would assume va support groups um you know why aren't these working why aren't we catching veterans before they get to this point did you did you find in the literature um any inkling as to, I know funding is a major source of the issue, you know, um, you know, social 
um, living in a rural area, not having the resources available and such, but I wondered if you came across um, any information as to why policies that we have now aren't working well enough to help these this population. Yeah, you know, I it's difficult to pinpoint something. Um, a lot of the research I've looked into is that, you know, a lot of it I've seen that veterans can have a hard time transitioning. And then there's that, that's like their critical component or I should moment when they transition. And then the other critical moment is later on in life when I said, when I just said when they're older and they were having uh, actually a lot of issues when they're older. So it's from the research I was looking at, one of the things is veterans, and I think a lot of people kind of understand this point is um, they, they have that pride and they don't, and they also don't feel comfortable in talking about a lot of their problems and issues. And so trying to get someone to relate to them or speaking with them is, is a, a really important step um, and, and make them feel comfortable. They can open up because, you know, if you don't talk about things, you know, it's, it's very difficult to solve those problems. Um, so I think that's one issue about it and that, that, that really affects veterans. Um, I, and personally, you know, I've heard from a lot of veterans too, that's the same thing. They just, they, they kind of just suppress it. They think it's going to go away or they think that, you know, it, it won't affect them or they, and they're afraid to kind of just bring it out. They just want to kind of tough it out essentially. Um, and, and that's, that's a big part of it. And there, and there was, I, re, I remember, I recall there was some issues related to um, uh, veterans uh, kind of being with the VA. It was, it was kind of overwhelmed and over and, and understaffed. And so for a lot of appointments, uh, you know, this is where policy or money, I guess, can can really help out, too, is that um, a lot of veterans would would have to wait. Um, despite what people hear about the VA, there's actually a lot of good that's come. They've done a lot of good things. But um, the one thing that they that, that is true from the research I've done is they do have a lot of wait, the wait time. That's the one bad thing I've always seen. Um, and so veterans, you know, they try to make appointments or try to see somebody and they can have wait times that can last for like months. I, I'm not even exaggerating. Uh, so I think that's an issue. So kind of what do you do in that in between time to try to help a veteran? You know, uh, you, you're going to need more funding, uh, more policy that can maybe have a telemedicine type thing, or maybe uh, just we, we somebody that can come out, reach out to you. But I think those two things are the biggest things I've seen. It's kind of like not not wanting to talk about it, the prideful thing and suppressing it, thinking you can tough it out and the wait times with the VA hospitals. Um, those are the two big issues I've seen just on the surface level when I looked into it, but I would say those, those are two areas that really should be looked into more. I would have to probably agree with you there, even in the outside of the Veterans Administration, there are physician shortages and mental health services shortages and just we have a healthcare crisis really i think they're all just i mean more recently um pretty burned out <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pandemic um as we all are you know <laughs> in one form or another um but yes um the veterans administration i have a little bit of a connection through my grandmother who passed about a year or two ago um, she was a veteran of in the she was in the Women's Army Corps in World War II. And she was oh, so proud of that. Good. And she talked about her relationship with the, the Veterans Administration in the hospital, which was probably about an hour from where she lived and having to travel, you know, to get the benefits. And so, I mean, that's it's that's a barrier, too. If you're 90 yeah. years old, they, you got a bus or someone drives that she would volunteer to drive veterans back and forth when she was able <laughs> And yeah. funny 
Lori, real quick, and then I'll let <laughs> Dr. Banerjee take over. I have to laugh, and maybe this is too, too much information, but she was so um, upset when she found out that the VA would cover Viagra for men and no additional charge, yet they wouldn't cover her urinary incontinence pads. <laughs> oh, my God. She was wow. just mad. <laughs> Yeah, she hopefully they change that. Gotten in the mail, and I just, you know, I mean, there's things like that everywhere with every, you know, yeah. you know, type of health coverage where it's just like, really. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that note, <laughs> that's I a good way to end it. Over. <laughs> kind of lighten the mood a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Sean. Great job. Thank you. <laughs> Dr. Leishner, um, thank you for those uh, comments and um, uh, questions. Um, uh, some of them I wanted to revisit. Um, I think um, I, I wanted. I, I was taking notes, um, and uh, I think the menopause comment is um, very much pertinent um, and and relevant here. Um, I, I think something in the limitations um, that might um, go well there. Um, there is menopause uh, data in NHANES. Um, uh, so that that can um, then go there. Um, uh, so yeah, um, and then I think it's a good point about defining loneliness, um, what that is, and mm -hmm. um, in the context of NHANES. Um, so um, thank you for that. And then um, and then um, I, I think uh, controlling for individuals um, over age 55, one of the things that we're doing is controlling for some of the uh, confounding variables. Um, so yeah, th thank you for pointing that out as well. Um, so uh, Sean, I have some questions uh, for you as well. <laughs> so, um, so one of the things, um, could you go back to the slide um, purpose of the study? Um, There we go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I, something in here. Oh, I was going to ask, um, what does um, what does covariates do? What, what do what is the purpose of covariates? They your covariates can um, they, they make an impact. Uh, they can they were they're associated with, with with the testing with 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 I with the independent variables here and the, the monitoring variables. So uh, like age, they're significant, I guess, I don't know, layman terms to explain them, like significant um, uh, identifiers that can play a role. Uh -huh. that. Yeah, um, and and the uh, uh, that's one way um, to put it. I think the other way is that um, Covariates are what you're controlling for as as uh, like confounding variables. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you have two groups, um, then the statement can be made that it's because of differences in age. Um, yeah. By controlling for that, then you know that it's not from age. The differences then are from uh, the independent variable that you're using veterans um, in. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's a much cleaner way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, can you go into research question one? Sure, right here. There you go. Yeah. Um, and so you you do have it a uh, controlling for, whereas 
in the previous slide you're saying as a covariate. Um, it seems like it's not that big of a difference, um, but it does. <laughs> it, it, it is different. Um, controlling for versus covariate. OK. Mm -hmm. OK. Um, yeah, do you, want me to, do you want me to just do a um, change, change it out then? I mean, uh, it's um, well, if you can, if we can go through the document and make sure the covariance is changed to confounding, um, then. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, you did go into um, social ecological model and social determinants of health. Um, one of the slides uh, you said that causation is what you're um, looking for. Um, could we go to that slide? Um, uh, yeah, let me see which one that was. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. to see the causality um, in a cross-sectional study, you, you can't assume causality. Okay. Yeah, correlation, not causation. Correlation, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Oh, so you narrowed um, your study down to um, veterans. Um, do you think you'll have um, enough sub enough uh, subjects um, for your study? Oh yeah, I think definitely we'll have enough. I, I know on the data I pulled, um, I I know uh, there was many uh, there was many uh, participants that we had in the study. It was it was it was more than enough so i'm, I'm fairly confident that we'll have a good amount of uh, individuals uh, for this study a lot a lot more than i've seen in, in previous studies uh, so i think i think we're good on that thank no, you I, yeah and, and haynes took a lot yeah they took a lot in the sample and i remember there was a lot of there's a lot of veterans in that sample too mm -hmm. yeah um oh um so we're we're talking about suicidal idea ideation. Do you have any idea how many of these individuals that have ideation actually complete suicide? Um, I don't think offhand I do. Um, Is that anything I that do, you I, found in your research or? Um, so I'm trying to look now. Um, I don't think I have that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think I have uh, how many actually complete it. Um, no, I do. I did find, you know, it's interesting. I did find that um, a lot, the the majority of, of, of individuals that um, that were, um, that, that got triggered, I guess, essentially, however they define it, triggered into committing suicide, mm -hmm. uh, were people, were a lot of people, I should say, that were um, others, like if they were under alcohol influence, that was really mm -hmm. a big triggering event that caused a lot of people to act on suicide. Mm -hmm. um, how, how about um, suicide attempters? Attempters, okay, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me see. Uh, are you, Professor, are you talking about in regards to, you know, just a percentage of people or? Um, or, vet, or veterans in a, you know, at a, at a certain, um, you know, age or. Well, 
Um, percentage, um, for instance, um, you have um, information about the percentage that are um, ideators. Mm -hmm. um, so do you uh, do you have a percentage of suicide uh, attempters or uh, completers? Um, uh, I don't think I have on, on how many actually complete it. No, not now. I don't. All right. OK, well, that that might be something that uh, in Chapter five we can um, uh, actually section four um, uh, okay. we can look into. So um, yeah, that's a good the DRPH. That's a good look into um, mm -hmm. complete suicide. Um, so essentially, yeah, I you know, I I, um, I I guess you could also are you incorporating um, completed suicide or attempted suicide? Completely, so essentially committed suicide as in they're they're not not the act of it, but they actually completed it. Like they 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 mm -hmm. died, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, because I I learned an interesting new term doing this research, and it was the attempt of suicide without completing suicide, and it was pure mm -hmm. suicide. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Oh. Um. You talked about multicollinearity. Mm-hmm. What is that? So that was I, you know, that's something I I looked into, and it, it looked like a the best way, one of the best ways to. It's a data that's cleaning and screening. Um, so it's I, I'm not too knowledgeable on it yet, but I know it's it's um what a good way of doing it. You can you can do it through SPSS, um, mm -hmm. and it, it will essentially um. I think it, what I want to say is it points out like the outliers. So if you get like a little, a less than 0.001% of outliers, I believe, uh, then then that's what you're looking for. Um, mm -hmm. So that's what you want. So I, I, in regards to that, I think that's essentially what I'll be doing. Yeah, um, I think what you're describing is more homocedasticity. Okay. Um, uh, that's uh, I, I think that's one of the assumptions, but the main one is um, with multicollinearity is you're looking for the fact that are there um, relationships between the independent variables? Uh, uh, and if yeah, there improper, is improper relationships, right? I think that's what it was, right? Yeah. Or, or something significant along those lines. relationships. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if there is um, multicollinearity, then you need to take that into consideration. Um, okay. So you're, yeah. Um, does that make sense or? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do remember a little bit now that you mentioned that. I remember it was related to yeah, and, and proper relationships that were priorly, I guess, essentially established that 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 could throw it off. And so you yeah. gotta look at you, you gotta look at it in the SPS uh, when you when you factor put it in through the uh, testing and, and and ensure to a certain level of threshold that it's not, and and then you're good to go. Yeah, between predictor variables, um, between the various predictor variables. Um, and then. Uh, oh. In one of the um, slides, you said uh, simple relationships, a simple random sampling. Which one was it, Professor? Um, in the method design. Randomized. Was it this one right here? This slide. Uh, yeah, but I, I, somewhere, somewhere you said uh, simple. Uh, maybe I misspoke. Uh, oh, 
yeah, it's actually not simple. Um, it's complex samples. Yeah, I could have I, I could have just misspoke on it, I think. Oh, yeah. So um, this is just, you know, what uh, it, I don't think it's there. So yeah, let's see. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, so that, that's all the comments and questions I had. Um, so um, uh, Dr. Leishner, um, how, how would you want to um, discuss this? Um, uh, did you want um, him to go and, and then we discuss or? I'm I'm open to vote um, in his presence if you are. Yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Leishner, I oh. I would approve um, huh. that he um, pass. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 Um, and and I second that. Um, yeah. uh, as as Dr. Leishner said, I um, very thorough work and. Uh, Congratulations. Um, Congratulations, yeah. Sean. Breathe Thank you easy. both. Thank Breathe you both. Breathe easy now <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, know a, I feel a little, I feel a little bit like, uh, a little like relaxed, a little bit noise. Good. So, yeah. yeah. Well, again, yeah. I'm sorry. Yesterday probably got you more keyed up, a little more keyed up, you know, just with the little hiccup. So I, again, I apologize for that added stress. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> not, not at all. I get it. It's yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on yeah. to IRB approval. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, make sure to celebrate. Uh -huh. yeah. Yes, I will. Yeah. I, I definitely will. Um, and, I'll, and I'll get right on to the next steps, which I got to do. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you both for your time again. And, you know, yeah. you guys. Are Any very, questions very for us? Um, you know, I know you're busy. Um, my, you know, I you, you pointed out some good things. Um, I took notes and um, I think, you know, um, my next step is to um, start start working out. I think I might, might have to do something else with IRB. I can't remember. I got to double check. But, yeah. Um, IRB. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll look at the notes um, and, you know, I, you know, I know next, the next session, the next session is coming up is, is tough too. Um, so it's, you know, I'll really start to get my head in there for the, uh, for the actual process and the in the results and the statistics sections and all that, so um, yeah, um, and and reach out um, anytime. Uh, I, I'm 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 busy. I'm not busy for you. So th that mm -hmm. um, so yeah, yeah, great. I also okay. just saw that Tammy sent out some great resources for students today. Oh, okay. They I, I saw know. that too right before. Yeah. Like right before I got out, I saw it. I was like looking at it and I was like, I have no time. I have to go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for future reference <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. as well. So. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thank you both very Congratulations, much. Congratulations, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. Thank you. I'll be in contact. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye.